Entrepreneurs, everyone. I'm John Wist. And I'm Bonnie Mace. We are two Enneagram Nines who took the big leap into the world of entrepreneurship. At a similar time in this podcast is a space where we are inviting you to laugh and learn with us as we work to build businesses with soul. This is episode 14, which 14. is exciting. And we are recording virtually because yeah. the episode comes out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just saying this is the closest we've cut it recording yeah. to your release ever. Yes, and there are a few factors that have influenced that for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's been a busy end to our summers collectively, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, usually our families hang out together multiple times a week, and in August we genuinely went like twenty days. Oh. I was going to say At almost least. the whole month. Yeah. Almost the yeah. whole month without even seeing each other because our vacations were opposite of each other. Yeah. And then my family got the vid <laughs> when school started. <laughs> and it's just been a thing. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Here we so are. So, here we are, day before release, and we will get back on track. But um, hey, it's been a good six month run of not. <laughs> yeah doing this to ourselves so good job yeah we'll get back ahead yeah. you know what yeah summer with school children age i just think this is what we're in for yeah yeah because we actually we recorded most of the summer content before mm -hmm. school let out so mm -hmm. that, yeah, was, that I think, was crucial i think nikki's was the only one we did after the kids were out of school yeah yeah maybe yeah yeah <laughs> behind the scenes look there you go so that's not, what that's not what we're talking about today, though. No, 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 no. So today um, is John's are... birthday. Oh, my gosh. That was so loud. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I yes. just needed to interrupt that and not tell you that I was going to do that because we're releasing this <laughs> podcast on John's birthday. So, you know, send him a message when you yeah. listen to this, even if it's after the fact. OK, now what are you going to really say? <laughs> Today is my birthday. That was so loud. That will be so interesting to see when I go to edit it, if it, we can actually <laughs> use it. But no, um, it is my birthday. Um, and it is also, um, we have just passed my one year anniversary of business, being in business. And we are approaching Bonnie's one year anniversary of being in business. Mm -hmm. And so we thought, it's my birthday. We're yeah. having company birthdays. Company Let's birthdays. Let's just like reflect on one year of of birthdayness. So, yeah. um, so we're just gonna kind of like look back over the past year, talk about some of the things that we've learned and ways that we've grown and things that maybe we still don't know and you know stuff like that. Just to be you know real about kind of where we are in our journeys right now. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's today, that's one year. Today. Yeah. Okay, John, since it's your birthday, you get to go first. Okay. All right. Cool. So I would say for my my first one would be that I um, I think I see a lot. And I see this. Actually, it, I had a lunch a couple of days ago with some guys who own their own video production companies in Baltimore. And um, I was like reassured in a lot of ways. And one of the ways I was reassured was just by starting the business, like just having the idea, 
feeling the the prompting and the moving to do it and then actually doing it because one of the other guys was sitting there saying like he had been he's been in business for 20 years but he's only been full time for like three and mm-hmm. basically covid is what just like propelled him into full-time business ownership and so they were both very encouraging of like just jumping in and that this was not only a really good time to do it but just having the the courage to do it to make the decision to go for it and make it happen and so i'm just reminded you know that a, a year ago i was not jumping all the way in yet the business mm-hmm. was starting but i was not jumping all the way in yet but that um just being reminded of kind of all the little things that happened along the way to starting it but then also recognizing when there just came a point where I needed to go all in or mm-hmm. I needed to just completely stop. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think going all in was a great choice and I'm, you know, glad I'm doing it. Um, even though we'll talk some more about some of the things that maybe aren't so fun about it. Um, but um, yeah, I, I just was reminded recently of the fact that like it, it takes courage to do. It is a big leap, but if you are confident in what you're getting yourself into, um, chances are you just kind of need to do it. Mm-hmm. Did it feel like an easy decision when you think back to like the point in the road when you were like, okay, I cannot do both of these things I'm doing now. It is either this road or this road. How, how is that uh, feeling? No, that was probably the hardest part of it. Like I would say like the, 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 prompting the leading to start a business was easy to hear and easy to understand. Mm -hmm. Um, and even the conversations of processing that with bosses and things and like basically saying like, I'm going to be phasing out. I don't know what that looks like. Like all of that was actually kind of easy because it felt right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the timing of the actual fully jumping out was Mm -hmm. hard um, because it was a line in the sand, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like it it was the point of no return, I guess, in some ways, like I'm officially declaring like this is it and I'm moving on. And I think that 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 felt hard and it has felt hard for every transition, like job tra- transition I've had. It's not just this. So I think that's just one of the things in job transitions that if you're in a good place and you love the people you work with and the, you love the things you do, then it is a hard jump mm-hmm. to make, to make it, um, to, to have it fully be cut off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. So thanks for that. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to, it made me think, that question because I listened to Emily Freeman's podcast the other day and she was talking about how even a 5149 is still a decision like 51% mm. sure 49% unsure that's still a decision yeah. like we always think yeah. it's going to be 100% but it's it's not um so I was curious about that with you how how clear it felt yeah okay yeah. so Go ahead. It's a good no. It's a good question. I would, if I'm going to give it a percentage, mm-hmm. I would still say I was like seventy five percent sure that it was the right time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but probably a lot of that also comes just from my my personality of yeah. not wanting to like disappoint or ruffle feathers or things like that mm. too. So yeah, feel ya. Yeah. Nines and our people pleasing. Yep. <laughs> Yay. We could do differently. Okay, what's one I have? Should yeah, what you got? One that I have that's okay, so I'll start with this one because it's kind of similar to like getting started. One thing I've really learned is that going from a very collaborative business environment to solopreneurship is disorienting and difficult. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. I yeah, I feel that. Yeah. But it's also something, it's like you have to completely, almost completely relearn how to work. Because when you mm -hmm. go from working with a team, like you can do your task and you know how to work on your own, but there's still so much collaboration and like checking in with your supervisor or checking with a teammate or handing something off or checks and balances. And then to jump from that to just solopreneuring, like you're posting Instagram content with typos and like hoping for the best. Like I'm going to send this email and I hope it doesn't make me look like I'm losing my mind, but I don't have anybody yeah. to check this. <laughs> um, and it's like a temporary thing, yeah. you know, one day I want to have somebody, you know, to come to help with that, but that's just not where I am in the season. So having to give myself the grace of you were used to this environment and now you are in this environment and that is, challenging in its own right like yeah 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 i i feel that most on those days where like i'll walk into my office office and open <laughs> my computer and go what am i supposed to be doing today <laughs> like like t-shirts can you help me out like what's yeah, my assignment yeah, today yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like like i think that not having that like phone a friend or walk down the hall to somebody to say like um to remind you of just like there are things that are happening that you could be doing or that you could be mm -hmm. productive on um is really hard and I, I like it's not like there's nothing to do it's just those days when you walk in mm -hmm. and mentally you're just not it's almost like your brain isn't prepared Right. to advance on anything and so you just kind of sit there for a little bit and are just like yeah, no. what do i do today there were um, so many times that when john and i worked together at the church we worked at that i would literally walk in his office and he had this little couch in there for video shoots <laughs> and i would genuinely just flop on his couch and be like i have the worst like the worst case of creativity block right now and yeah. it sucks and yeah. he would just turn his little chair around and say, let's talk about what you're trying to do. And and it's so different to be like, well, I have a couch in my office, but if I come up there right now, it's going to be me talking to the ceiling. And yeah. um, that just hits different. And so I'm learning like in trying to establish, you know, like I'll still send you a text occasionally and you do the same thing, mm -hmm. but it is definitely different than, um, yeah, the walk down the hallway. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, as you talk about that, it's like one of the hardest parts, I think, in that is like we also have to be confident, though, in what we are presenting to the people we're working with as clients. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I have to have some form of like fleshed out creative idea to like present before them to mm -hmm. like help them understand that I know what I'm doing. And sometimes like it's just not there or mm -hmm. it's just not. 
or just not readily coming and mm-hmm. to not have somebody there to do what you said, you know, like you said, like just sit down and have a chat about it with it's, it can be difficult. So, mm-hmm. so what we've learned is we both probably need to text for brainstorm creativity yeah. occasionally. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, everybody needs that. And I think that is part of, Doing your own businesses, working out those new networks, because it's not built in. Like, that's another thing you have to build. Not only are you building your business, you're building up your network of, you know, who can I trust with my support with system? My, and... Yeah, little fragile little creative darlings, like <laughs> bean sprouts that can be crushed so easily. Like, you can't just invite anyone to see that. So. Uh. This is going to be another one of those podcast titles that has like bean, it's going to have like bean sprouts bean in sprout it. Bean sprout darlings. Yeah. Bean sprout darlings. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good though. I like that one. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, you got, John? So I'm not going to lie. I'm drawing a blank on what I said for my second one, but I'm going to jump to my third one then. Cause okay, okay. at least I remember what it is. Um, So I would say it goes back to one of the very first podcasts that we did, which was on kind of how we formed our businesses. And it turned into a lot of talk about values and Mm -hmm. how, you know, the, the values that we built our businesses upon. And I think I've just been reminded a lot over the past year that that was a really good exercise for me to do, um, long before I even started my business was to write down the values and the kind of the boundaries and the scope that I wanted my business to include and, um, to build a lot of my language and Mm -hmm. my approach to people and processes and things like that around those values and those boundaries. And then keep reminding myself over and over again about it. Every time I have an opportunity for a job, and to say, like, does this uh, fit within my values, fit within the boundaries that I have defined for myself? Um, and if it doesn't, that's okay. And it's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it does, then great. But do, is it still a good fit, you know, uh, on a personality level, on a, you know, kind of an interactivity level? Like, there's all those questions, too. And so I think that, you know, even before starting the business, writing down those values, writing down those things Mm -hmm. that I really want to be a part of the business and then making that front and center with every decision, every person that comes along, making sure that they align with that, fall within that. Um, because the, some of the things that I probably did early on that were opportunities presented to me, Mm -hmm. I probably convinced myself a little bit more that they fell within it than they actually did. And so going back and looking at that now, it's like, okay, that's, that was an opportunity for me, for me to grow and say that actually doesn't fit within those boundaries Mm -hmm. um, as presented. Maybe, you know, like there could be opportunities still with that person, but maybe the what's being presented doesn't fall within that. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just, just kind of being uh, cognizant and reminding myself of, I have values, <laughs> I have a purpose. I, you know, created this in a certain way for a certain reason, um, mm-hmm. and I'm allowed to stick to that. Uh, I think is is a 
just something that I'm going to have to continue to remind myself of uh, mm-hmm. as time goes on because um, it's tempting to yeah. to just have work. Um, mm-hmm. Paychecks are uh, like paychecks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Money is money. So um, it's tempting. But I think mm-hmm. ultimately having um, those guardrails, you know, is important and will mm-hmm. remain remain important. So, yeah. I agree. And I think it's so easy to like skip that step in the setup and to just think like, oh, well, I'll figure it out along the way, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. it's better to have it up front and to take the time to be self-aware enough up front to say like, what is it that I want my company and values to be? Because when you live outside of your values is when you start to experience a lot of like stress and discomfort and a lot of like burnout you know, I was thinking of one of the jobs that you did take and how towards the end of that contract, you were like, oh my gosh, I just, I have to go back and do one more thing because it was outside of your value set. And like, yeah. it's fine that you took it. You were good at it. it. It did earn the money, but it took so much more out of you in that scenario. Yeah. And so taking the time to really define your values, I think is, I don't know. I don't see that like preach too much for beginning entrepreneurs, like I see it in big organizations that have teams and I see it like couched in like team management language and things like that a lot. But I think it's also important for even people who are in like the beginning individual phase too. So, yeah. And I think some of that is just, it doesn't, it it does feel, I think at the beginning, like I just need to make money, you know? And I just, or, or I just need to have experience. I need, like, in in my case, like, I need to have a demo reel. I need to have experience mm-hmm. in this area, this area, this area, so that I can prove to everybody I know what I'm doing. Um, and so sometimes people just say, like, go do whatever you can to get those things, and then and then you can figure, you know, then you can figure out what you really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know. I, I think that for me, nobody told me to go write those values, but I was dreaming about a business and it was like, mm-hmm. well, what does that mean? Like, I don't even know what that means. Like <laughs> I can have a dream, but like what, yeah, what, yeah. what is in here that I need to get on paper that helps me define this? And so what came from that just happened to be those, those values and those boundaries and some of the things, some of the language I wanted to incorporate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the nice thing was I was already in a position to be connected to people that already lived within those same value and boundary sets. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was helpful. Um, mm-hmm. but as you expand and as you try to grow, those networks also grow, like we were just talking yeah. about, and, yeah. and they grow into places that you aren't as familiar or comfortable with. And so just coming back to those things to, mm-hmm not get lost um yeah feels right so it's good john can i let you in on a secret it's a little self-promoting okay okay i'm, I'm ready i'm ready for one it. of my one of my new coaching offerings is going to be naming your values and helping people to do that whether personal or business because of all of what you're saying right there that's great all jazzed up. and i could talk about it for the rest of the podcast because i think it's very helpful for us to have that stuff in mind so mm. Well, then it sounds like we need to do a podcast about it. It's going to be great. Anyway, <laughs> I'm excited to release that one day when I slowly get my website up to speed. But yeah, 
Yeah. I think it's so important because I think people great. probably burn out in their first year of entrepreneurship because they yeah. spend a lot of time stepping outside of the values they haven't identified. You have them. Yep. You just need to name them first, right? So. And I like your connection to burnout too, by the way. I think that that's a great connection to make that like when you don't have those things lined up, you mm -hmm. risk really hurting yourself in the long run. So, oh my goodness, especially for us nines too, because we are people pleasy, right? Yeah. And like we yeah. are wishy washy on what we, what we want for ourselves. So we can just like spin out and spin out for other people <laughs> or even other people being like, this is going to be a great opportunity for you. But you're like, I don't know. Like for me, a lot of people are like, well, you could totally, you know, make logos on the side and make money. And I'm like, that makes me want to die on the inside right now. Um, but my compulsion is to be like, you're right. You want a logo. I'll let, I'll let you pay me for it. Um, but that's yeah. not the case. So. Yeah. Okay. What, what else anyway. you got by? Yeah. What else do I have? I mean, along that, along that line for me, value related is taking it to the next step that I can define, I can define success for my lifestyle business right now. So there's, um, a popular business coach. She focuses, she targets women more often. Her name's Allie Worthington and a lot of her, um, free business coaching stuff that like initial articles will talk about. If you want to start a business, there's two ways you can do it. There's a lifestyle business and that one's meant to support you in your lifestyle and where you are now. And then there's like a, a like a for-profit, like build the business, sell it for money. Mm, and that yeah. one runs you. So a lifestyle business, you're going to run it. The sell it for profit business, it's going to run you for a little while until you can hand it off. Um, and she doesn't downplay either one. You know, they're just different types of ways to go into business. So that was really helpful for me because I was like, okay, I want a lifestyle business. I want something that's going to support me where I am now. But what's been hard in this first year is to remember that since it's a lifestyle business, my profits are not the only marker for success because that would mean I'm really failing hard right now. <laughs> um, so having to go back and just look at what the last year has been for me and remembering why I stepped back from from the role I was in and then what my life looks like now. Like I was even sitting on the couch with my husband upstairs earlier this afternoon, just be like, I just really love our life right now. Like I'm, I'm happy with it. You're happy. Like there's yeah. just lots of sweet moments that we're getting to experience together. Um, and I just, I feel great about it. Um, so yeah, defining success. I'm having to remember that you know, success for me can be, I have like a pace that I can sustain and I'm not burning out and I'm working the hours that I want to work and I can decide where I want to put my presence and what percentage of my presence exists, you know, online or at home with my kids. And then to remembering that watching a two-year-old full-time is making me a lot of money because childcare ain't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, even though the IRS can't, Ta yeah, can't tax anything I'm making right now. Like we right. are, we, we are having a, a bit more income that we can actually mess with because, um, I'm not, I'm not paying for that right now. And I'm building something on the side at the same time. So right. all of those are related to my own values too. So just remembering how to take that kind of to the next step and say, 
I can try to measure my success of my business by what the world standard and values are, or I can say, no, I did this to be in line with my own values. So I'm going to measure it in line with my own values. Um, yeah. Challenging, yeah, but good. That's really good. And I think that, you know, we've, we've, if not on the podcast, we've definitely had like personal conversations about success and mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> what success does and doesn't look like um, for our businesses. And I, I do think, you know, uh, people have at, like, Lauren is getting tired of me saying this, but people ask me like, what is it? How has it been mm-hmm. running my business? And I'm like, well, it's a, it's a roller coaster, you know, like there's mm-hmm. some really high highs and there's some very low lows, but like, I was talking with somebody about, um, kind of the past like couple of months, not that long ago. And I was like, you know, but like it got slow when we needed it to get slow because right. we had mm-hmm. things that we had to focus on outside of the business that needed our attention. And if I had more work, I couldn't be where I needed to be. And so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, in the moment it was stressful and it felt hard and it felt like, it felt like I was failing, but mm-hmm. then you all of a sudden realize what you're actually present for, you know, yeah. and you yeah. realize like, oh, I'm actually not failing here. Um, I'm just focused on something different than uh, what the world tells me, I guess I should be focused on, which is my business. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I've, yeah, I feel like that was a it was a good conversation for me to be like, Oh, this, you know, this is, there's been a lot of this where it's, uh, opportunities and places for me to pull back because I have that flexibility and freedom, um, Mm -hmm. to, to be where I need to be. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that's just a very different mindset. And you told me about that too, like the lifestyle business versus the business that goes and Mm -hmm. runs you. And it's like, oh yeah, that was another good reminder when you first told me about that of like, we are in the lifestyle business business and yeah. <laughs> businesses uh, with souls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it's okay. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, for that's sure. And you know, like for me, I kind of recognize that a lot of this comes out from, of a, for me, a place of privilege right now. Like we can, we can still put food on the table. We can still pay our mortgage. We can still do all these things while I can define the success of my own company. So I know that's not the reality for everybody, but that's like the difference. That's why it's a lifestyle business and you can modify it to accommodate you and like what you need in each of those seasons. So yeah, that that has just been a interesting reminder. Yeah. And to build on that, like, you know, with also to people working in the household, like Mm -hmm. it, there's just times where one of us has to hustle more, you know, like my wife has a steady job, (laughs) steady job that she knows she's going to go to, you know, a certain number of days a week and she's going to get paid a certain amount of money for that. Um, if for some reason I can't make up whatever slack there is in that moment, like she can pick up another shift. Like mm-hmm, there, there mm-hmm. are ways for us to one of us to be doing something a little extra if we need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it is just a matter of like, you gotta 
you got to be in the season that you're in and in the context that you're in uh, yeah. to understand what, how much work you need to do in that moment and mm -hmm. when you can pull back and when you need to hustle and press hard. Um, yeah. So it yeah. can go both and ways. Do, yeah. Doing those things, you know, without apology, because it's going to be what works for you in this season right, right now to you. So, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm still trying to remember what the other one <laughs> was. John, you got to write things down. I know, I know. I was going For like sure I was. I was sitting here before we were going to record, and I was about to write things down, and then that's when my kids came in, and my daughter had a bloody nose, and then it was like oh, we just need to record. So. Oh my goodness. I'll just do it off the top of my head and. Tangent. And then, I've dealt with more bloody noses in the last month than I have <laughs> in all of my parenting. So. Caleb ruined a pillow. Really? Yeah, I don't know if we told you that. No. <laughs> it was <laughs> rabbit trail. It was his wow. only COVID symptom. So we all, like, you know, did the nose swab and tested positive. Caleb was fine the whole time. Never had fever. Never had any symptom except for this one massive nosebleed one night. And we had to throw away his pillow. Wow. Was, yeah, I did not know it was that intense. It was pretty intense. And then he got hit in the face, listener. Right. With a baseball at his first baseball practice, he just initiated yeah. himself right into baseball <laughs> with taking one to the face. Practice and bon number one. And Bonnie does not like blood. <laughs> I don't. Not at all. And the, the pillow bloody nose was when Mark was feeling really cruddy with COVID um, too. So I kind of had to take care of that too. It was just a yeah. lot. It was a lot oh, of blood in my life. That's rough. Well, sorry that for this rough. disgusting rabbit trail. <laughs> And now back to our regular scheduled program of reflecting uh, on one year of business. What else do you have, Bonnie? I'll, I'll keep thinking while you're talking. Oh, um, one of mine is that everything is an experiment. And That's good. yeah, everything you do is an experiment. And when it doesn't work, that doesn't mean that you suck and everything's a failure. Um, it just means that it's an experiment and you can make adjustments. And part of my great experiment is learning that I need to break some rules for myself. <laughs> um, and yeah. in my business, all of the marketing geniuses of the internet will tell you you need to like show up super niche right away with like your your super expertise. And so I tried that. I have tried that for a year with Enneagram. And I personally felt very fragmented and like uneasy, like nine internal waters <laughs> awry. <laughs> about it <laughs> yeah because i've been like well there are other things i want to talk about there's other things i want to help people with and i don't want to wait you know three four years till i've established myself in the enneagram world to then throw a loop of yeah well, i'm gonna help with this and this this so this summer i like pulled back from my social media content and decided i'm just going to break the marketing rules and just show up as my whole self instead of super niche and that's the next experiment yeah which is which is good it may work. It may not. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, the, yeah, I mean, I think I'm at the point now where I'm starting to try to niche down, mm -hmm. but that's taken some experimentation and also just some doors opening that I like didn't open myself. Um, mm -hmm. and I think that, you know, that's the other part of experimentation is like 
you are not in full control of what happens to you or your business. And so when a door opens or closes, what do you do with that? And that could be the start of your next experiment. So, you know, Mm -hmm. for me, for me, that's, you know, online courses and trainings and things like that. And like discovering where does that go and where does that Mm -hmm. lead me? And, um, you know, how much do I invest in that? And so I think it really, yeah, it's, it's all a big experiment in yeah. a lot of ways. So, which I will say, so, so something that I didn't write down or think of earlier, but I just thought of now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is like kind of on this line, also on kind of like the networking line is to like, just find people that you can gain knowledge from all the time. And you have to be, you have to be willing to like call it, you know, like you have to be willing to like separate it and sift it and filter mm-hmm. it like to your own context and needs. Because like, even in like the videographer, you know, um, Facebook group I'm in, like, like there's posts all the time about courses and classes and stuff of basically how to get rich quick. Um, yeah, yeah. and it's <laughs> like, well, it's, sounds super tempting and enticing, but I'm not going, (laughs) I'm not clicking on that. Um, you know, but then like, there's other stuff too of, you know, like even some of the things you're talking about of, you know, uh, right now I can focus on one thing, you know, so how do I be present on social media and also be good at what I'm supposed to be good at? And, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so there's these things that, you know, start to, they start conversations and you can glean certain things from them or you can, um, find things that meet your space for that moment. Um, And then there's stuff that doesn't pertain at all. But um, I think kind of and allowing yourself to dip your toes into those spaces, you know, fairly frequently um, just to hear a lot of different perspectives is good. And I know like, I know there's in-person and like more kind of, um, I guess, localized versions of that, you know, that aren't on social media, but um, that's just one on social media that has been helpful and also like a time suck at times of just like, you know, oh, I didn't need to go here, you know, today, like that was <laughs> uh poor choice. Um, yeah. but you know, that has given me at least some, uh, some mentor, some level of mentorship, some level of mm-hmm. guidance at times when I needed it. So, yeah, I like what you're saying about like, making sure that you, you said, call it, call it. I think Mm -hmm. that's what you said. Mm -hmm. Um, because social media is easily and readily available and everybody can find a group. I think most, most professions can find a group where, you know, you can get that kind of advice. And so much of it is couched in, this is the way to do it. Um, so what you're saying about making sure you like sift through it for your context is so important because I think we sometimes we'll try that or we'll take the course that will change your life and make you make six figures in three months, blah, blah, blah. And then it doesn't work for us when you think something's wrong with me. When really like that entrepreneur did an experiment and their context (laughs) with their audience and it worked really well for them. And so they think, let me box this up and, and, and sell it for everybody else as the way to do it. When really it was an experiment that worked for them. And so you know, there are truths to things that we can learn and pull from, but there's also going to be a degree of experimenting and doing all of that without 
doing all of that without then pulling in the shame of I'm a bad <laughs> business owner <laughs> or I'm a failure or I wasn't yeah. cut out for this or people don't want to buy my product or, you know, all the friends I thought I had who were going to share my post abandoned me. I must suck. <laughs> like all of that stuff has to go away. And you have to remember, like, this is an experiment. And yeah. sometimes experiments fail. <laughs> I don't think scientists, when experiments fail, I don't think scientists go, I'm bad at science. I think they just say... Or quit. Yeah. 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 Test number 432, uh, blah, 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 and they make the notes and they move on. Right. But Right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but I bet that that's how I imagine scientists. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. No, I think that sounds right. I mean, I, I they think teach that, that. Yeah. Yeah. And I do. Yeah. I think that's a large part of entrepreneurship is... is is failing and then trying uh, the next facet of that. You know, what is the next move now that that isn't working anymore? So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's good. Yeah. My son's school theme this year is win or learn, which I also learned is apparently uh, some, some well-known writer's thing. So I got to look up where that's from. But I, it applies for this. Win or learned. You're going to win the experiment or you're going to learn something from it. And it's cute that they're doing that with elementary school teacher or kids. Yeah. But, um, maybe we can learn from it too. Yeah. I like that. I mean, mm -hmm. there's been a lot of learning <laughs> over the past year. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah. I like that a yeah. lot. And yeah, some wins. Good. And some wins. Yeah. 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 It's been a good year it's been challenging in some ways but also yeah i was serious about what i said to my husband upstairs like i'm just happy with our life it's yeah. a good place yeah this this place we're in right now so yeah 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 and i think that that's the ultimate goal for a business with soul right oh mm -hmm. man that rhymed <laughs> is that like a good one John. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate goal for a business with soul well, you're not. We can workshop that, Sean. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll experiment with it. We'll we'll make that into something, <laughs> a t-shirt, but it has to have like you have to define what the goal is. I don't. You have I to define know. what the goal is first. That was what I was saying. Yeah, um, yeah. We can define it later. Okay, sounds good. Thanks yeah. for letting me. Hey, happy birthday tomorrow. Thank well, you. Today, when people are listening to this, but thank you, thank you. I we are actually going to have some time, I think, Lauren and I, to just go do something fun together. So Kids back in school. It's a beautiful kids thing. Kids in school. Grandparents going to watch The Littlest. So yes, I think we're going to be able to just do something as adults. Look at that. So, sounds fantastic. So, <laughs> especially after today. When I'm home by, by myself. By yourself. Children. <laughs> so, yeah. It'll be great. Sweet. So thank you. 35. I'm, I'm feeling good about 35. Yeah. So. I, yeah, that feels like solidly adult. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks when for saying <laughs> that I'm old and not I didn't say, say old. old Bonnie. I just said solidly I adult. Yeah. Not... I, know what, I know what you're trying to say, Bonnie. That yeah. sounds old. We are old now. <laughs> I read this BuzzFeed article because I'm old and millennial. And it was talking about how, I guess, we're showing our 
<laughs> this is our last rabbit trail. We millennials are starting to show our age with certain uh-huh. ticks that the the Gen Zers are picking up on. Okay. And now I'm noticing it. There's before a video starts, like if somebody goes on Instagram live or starts a story and starts talking, millennials do the millennial pause to make sure it's actually recording. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's funny. So, like, and Gen, Gen Z, Z doesn't are, do it. They're just confident. They just know what's happening, and they just go. They hit the button, and they think technology is not going to betray them. Wow. I know. That's, that's impressive. Now you know you can look for the millennial pause, and you can think, <laughs> "I'm with you, pause. old soul." <laughs> you and I watched uh, Homestar Runner uh, back uh, when it yeah, was, I was good. Gonna, and yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, we grew up in a time, right, we grew up in a time when there weren't (laughs) smartphones and you couldn't record video on your phones. So (laughs) when all of a sudden you could, it's like this newfangled thing. You're like, wait, did it start? Is this thing working? Sometimes it didn't. That's the (laughs) truth. It's like, sometimes it was old and the chance it didn't start. And so you don't want to, like, spend however much of your life talking and then you never say it as good the second time. So you just call called wisdom. It's not called being old. I like that. Wisdom. I like that. Take that. I don't know how many Gen Z people listen to our podcasts. Probably not a lot. Also, let's just let's just be real. Like people stick around for this part. So how do we wrap? How do we ball this up in a little package and do a, a podcast oh, like the, this? The sign, the sign <laughs> off. Yeah, just the random like <laughs> all the randomness at the end. Uh, yeah, this is why you listen to podcasts with good friends because you never know yeah. when they're going to talk about something like bloody noses and the millennial cause <laughs> and hope star runner. Uh, classic. Oh man! All right. Well, we will. Up. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. We'll we'll I try guess to figure write it out. that down. Millennial yeah. pause. Homestar runner. I'm gonna write it down. Okay. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Okay. Because you're gonna write our notes that we're gonna now gonna upload to Anchor very very quickly so that this thing comes out tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. You got, got it. it. Got it. All right. Well, <laughs> everyone, thank you for being with us for mm-hmm. 42 minutes. And for listening to us do random things at the end of this podcast. But we hope you learned yeah. something about a first year in business. Yeah. And don't forget, you can find us on the internet all over. Um, our socials are in the show notes as well as our website. And you can hire us because now we're seasoned year old businesses ready to serve you. And that makes yeah. all the difference in the world. It makes all the difference. <laughs> Also, feel free to leave us a rating and review so other people can find us. And until next time, we hope you have a good week and we'll see you later. Okay, bye. Bye.